Welcome to the Real Talk Podcast. Real Talk. Thanks for joining us on episode three of the Real Talk with ECO podcast. Today, a little bit excited. We've got someone that I've known, been fortunate enough to know for quite some time now, but in case you don't know who she is, she's going to introduce herself. Uh, please welcome to the podcast, Miss Nikki Welsh. Nikki, how are you doing? Hi, I'm fine, thanks. How are you? Uh, well, you know, we've, we've had a few technical issues, but... Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, you've been with the business now for about eight years now, I think, is it? Eight years, yeah. But eight years. Um, eight years and, last week. And there's probably a high probability that there's not anyone left within the business that doesn't know who you are. So, for those outside the business who don't know who you are, if you'd explain a little bit about what you do, what you do on a day-to-day basis, uh, and sort of how that plays into... Um, COVID and all that type of stuff that we're going to talk about today. Okay, so I'm the HR manager across um, ECO and EC Business Solutions. So I manage the HR function and the administration side of it, also the recruitment and the payroll as well for all three businesses. So just a few bits and bobs, nothing. Just a few things, yeah. Nothing, nothing, nothing <laughs> major, nothing major. If anyone's, if anyone's tried to contact Nikki for two weeks out of every month, you'll know that you only met with one answer, and it's I'm doing payroll. You have to speak to us when I'm done. You have to speak to us when I'm done. So I mean, that sounds like quite a lot. Is that something that you've kind of added to over the over the eight years, or was that what you were brought into to do on day one? No, so I actually started as an agent on the phones um, selling gas and electric myself. So I was on there for about three years, went for a recruitment role. Um, I'd done that previously, managed to secure that role. And then since then, the people who worked in that team, currently they left and now I just progressed the job, worked my way through, got my qualifications and that's where I am now. So it sounds like you've been on a bit of a uh, bit of a roller coaster, none more so than uh, the year that has been twenty twenty. So how have you found yeah. all of this COVID stuff, and how's it sort of has it taken a toll on you, or is it you know ha- how's it been for you? I think you know, as everyone would say, it has been a massive roller coaster. I think coming into the year, you know, all the plans that were had and everything just went out of the window. So pre-COVID coming in, plans, recruitment, development, all that sort of thing. Then COVID hit and I think everything changed really. The first few months were adjusting and getting everyone obviously out the office, which was something that we've never done before. So that was an experience, should we say. Um, And I think since then, I think as the business has grown throughout this, um, we've actually looked and seen which you know which ways can we go now and what can we do differently and I think we've seen a complete different change in the business and mm. the future and how an ACO may look going forward. I think it's one of the it's it would be so it or it is so easy to look at 2020 look at COVID and coronavirus and all that stuff and and it's hard to see the positives but from having an insider's view like I've had I think there's been almost a lot more opportunity created on on the back of it um you mentioned earlier obviously people going uh and working from home now i think that is going yeah. to be the the new norm uh for most people anyway um how yeah. have you how have you found that how has the business found that has it been a challenge or has it you know has it gone quite well how's it gone well i think initially um it was stressful should we say <laughs> was a little bit of a stressful few weeks and um, but you know as time went on and as we become 
it was a massive learning curve for us, but as we become more confident, you know, we've got the processes, we've got the procedures in place. Um, we then started recruiting solely homework and staff. Yeah. So that would involve them just coming in, picking up the computers and then going straight to work from home. So again, that was something new for us. Um, I think people said outbound sales could never be done at home, but we've proved them wrong. And we've seen some of the best, um, performance that we've ever had working from home so yeah. for us it's been a massive eye-opener but in a, a massively positive way I think where we could grow only the business within the office I think COVID has now showed us actually there is no limits anymore we can grow yeah. as big as we want to with the arm of a homework installation. So obviously the, from a business perspective it's it, it's been a challenge but it's it resulted in obviously more opportunity for the business yeah. all of that aside so take off your ECO HR hat. How's it been for you personally? I think for me personally, it has been a learning curve. The reason being, nobody knew, you know, words such as furlough. No one knew what that meant, not even myself. And that was things where, you know, everyone, as you will know, and everyone probably listening will know, will come to me for answers for things that actually in the beginning, I didn't know the answer to. Yeah. And that's where I think, you know, extra research, extra reading, listening to podcasts, that sort of thing is the only way I've been able to get that additional knowledge because it was, you know, you were going in blind in the beginning. You were just trying to get by as best you can. And I think for me personally, people were coming to me for the answers when in the beginning I didn't have the answer to give because yeah. everyone, you know, were waiting to hear what Boris said and we were waiting to hear what the implications of that were going to be. And then within one hour, okay, so what we're going to do? And it was it was, it was, was tough, but, you know, we've got through the other side of it and actually we're stronger for that and I include myself in that. Yeah. Hopefully. When you, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hi. When you say you're personally stronger for that experience, like, like what do you mean? Like, are you more resilient or are you more knowledgeable like what is that sort of to you like yeah I think I think knowledgeable definitely like I say there was things that I didn't know the answer to that I had to go and research further and I think now HR as it's always been becoming a sort of strategic partner but is also now has this extra additional responsibility of looking at COVID and what measures are the business putting in place so exciting nervous um but yeah, I think personally it's made me stronger, more resilient, but and also more flexible in terms of yeah. it was very coming in, do my job and go home. But now, you know, we can work from home, we can do different things. Um and I think that's where it's been it's been a growth for myself. Yeah. How how like how have you found working from home? Because I know speaking to you on, on a few <laughs> occasions, like so it, it, it is, it's one of those things where like a lot of people have before like pre COVID everyone was like, oh, working from home, that's the dream. But now it's sort of been enforced on people. It's sort of like, you know, and we've had chats with, obviously, with Mark Crawford, with, with Emily Brand. Yeah. Like, the, the, the consensus seems to be, actually, that it, it, it's not what it's made out to be. It is difficult. Don't get us wrong, it still has its pluses. Um, mm-hmm. Like, how, how have you found that personally, sort of working outside of the office? Um, well, throughout COVID, I didn't actually work from home. I've only really started working from home over the past month or so. Um, but if I can speak for myself over the past month, I've enjoyed it. I think it's it's broken up what was quite a routine. Um, however, if I speak on the, on behalf of the agents, we've had people thinking, great, yes, you know, I can get out there, I can make my coffee and I'm already at my workstation. Yeah. 
But yeah. we've also had a bit of a turbulent time with it as well. You know, being stuck in the four walls, certainly when lockdown was on, people have struggled. And I think that's where as a business as well, we've had to adapt to how yeah. can we support people further when they yeah. are working from home. Because like you say, it isn't just, oh, let's go home and have a great time like everyone thought that we would. It has been tough and people have struggled. Yeah. So as much as I can't say that to myself because I was in the office, I can yeah. say that we you know, have noticed that and had to support people differently. Do you think you because you um, weren't in the office and obviously you were sending everyone home, do you think yeah. there, was, there was some, not empathy, because I know you're a very empathetic person, but do you think there was something missing for you until you actually experienced working from home yourself that like you realised that actually I can now see what everyone's been going through? You know, you've been doing it, as you say, for a month or so, on and off. People have been doing this pretty much since sort of April, May time. Do you think you've gained a little bit sort of more of an insight into what it's like which can then obviously help you deal with the 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 staff that have gone home yeah absolutely i think you know all i could go on in the in the beginning when i was still working from the office was feedback you know we're introduced evaluations and trying to get as much information as we could back from the guys through surveys through just genuinely having having conversations with them for us to get an understanding but it isn't until you are working in that environment that actually you understand how different it does feel sometimes yeah. it can be positive but some days actually it can be quite tough yeah um now you, you mentioned slightly earlier on about sort of the effect that it has had on on people who've been working from home mm-hmm. during this um I know the company is put in in place and had in place for some time. Uh, the um, it's the employee assistance program. Um, have you found there's been a sort yeah, of yeah the up- employee assistance program? Have you found that there's been an uptake uh, in the use of that during the whole coronavirus um, pandemic? Yeah, and um, that's something that we obviously have for the staff, so it's a service where they can go and get support for anything really that's going on in the life. But yes, I've had uh, several conference calls with them asking, you know, have you found more people are calling in? Have we been referring more people? And they have agreed that, yes, it has been. They've put a lot of information out on the website of, you know, how we can support working from home. And we've been informed that the interaction on that is about 30 to 35% of the staff. So. Wow. You know, that that can only be a positive thing, but we've introduced other things, you know, as much as we can think of it. We were driving around at one point delivering care packages, which involved home-baked cheesecake and various things like that. So just things that we're trying to get into people, all the great things, (laughs) (laughs) trying to get into people and show them that, you know, as much as we aren't in the office where they've always been, we are are also trying to look after them as much as they can when they are at home. And again, when you mentioned that sort of looking after people, that that is and knowing you personally, like that is such a big part of what you do. Um, have you found it frustrating that you haven't been able to engage with people and also um, support them in the way that you've been used to, sort of prior to to COVID? Yeah, I think that that probably, if I'm being honest, was the biggest struggle that we had as a business. Anyone who's worked at AC or currently works at AC knows that we pride ourselves on we are a family, you know, and that's where the support's going to be. Open door policies, support, everything that you can within the working environment. And I think that is where we, you know, really had to learn of how then are we going to transfer that to the home working. Um 
and yeah, I think that was the biggest learning curve for us, getting that family feel, getting that support network and taking that into people's homes, which yeah. is difficult. It is, it, it, it was difficult. I mean, as you say, and it, it was still learning how to be fair. Yeah, so that kind of brings us on to the to the next point was now that we're sort of you know they've announced today that things are sort of getting worse, they're not getting better. Boris yeah. is going to be speaking this week at some point. There's a chance that things are kind of going to be rolled back to how they were uh, over the summer. Um, yeah. Do you foresee any sort of impact to your job if this kind of extends, or do you think? you're going to now that you've got a um a solid understanding of people being at home and how that works do you think you, you've got building blocks to sort of make that better or are you seeing this new lockdown as whatever it's going to be called as a step backwards like what's your view on that i don't think it's a step backwards at all i think you know because we've gone through it and we've continued with a lot of um part of the business working from home i think we're quite apt to deal with that if it does happen again we do have the majority of the business working from home as it stands today and anyway. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, if that does happen, it, it's something that, we, you know, we, we can work with and we'll, we will do what we've did previously and we will run with it and do the best that we can. I think we've learned not from our mistakes, but certainly from feedback and just trying to run as fast as we could through it. Actually now, how to do it correctly, what support people need. We set up, um, you know, emails, we made suggestions that people email us, give us any suggestions that you yeah. might have that we, what we can implement and make it easier and better for yourself. So again, yeah. always just open to what people are feeling or what what support people need because what one person might need at home would, is completely different to what the yeah. next person might need. So that's why we're, we're open to any suggestions that anyone might have. And since since the majority of the of the, the guys have been at home, have you found, mm-hmm. uh, have you seen an increase in the amount of engagement? Because obviously, knowing you and knowing how you know your office is situated, and people will be walking past. Oh, Nicky, can I grab a word? And do you mind? Have you got two <laughs> minutes? And like that's sort of taken away now. Have you found since um, you know we've all been working remotely in different locations that you've had mm-hmm. an increase in people reaching out to to you personally? Um, you know, for for help, do you think it's put more of a spotlight on how much maybe people took that support for granted? You know, how have you found specifically that sort of people reaching out for support from you? How have you found that during this whole thing? I think it coming to me personally has changed because where people would just knock at the door, that has been removed there. So what I then done was implemented. Um, a girl on my team called Rachel Ludkin so I've brought her on focusing on employee engagement and being that support so she goes into every induction you know she's carrying out two-week evaluations six-week evaluations she's um, talking to people about the employee assistance program because I've as soon as when everyone did leave I think that was the biggest shock to me you know what was my day used to be taken up with people coming to see me people wanting chats and when that was gone my worry was okay well where are them people going to go now if they haven't got my door to come to i know that they go to the managers but there's some people who will want to come and have that conversation so i thought if i can then bring somebody in like rachel who can be the face of it let people know that she's there for them to support them it's just another route that someone can go to if they feel like they're struggling in any way and have you found people have been doing that have you found there's been an increase in people going to rachel now that she's in that role yeah 
yeah, absolutely. I think because she's going in sort of first week training week, people know who she is, although it's only over Skype, everything is now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's had she's got a lot of engagement. If she feels like she struggles, it'll come straight to me or anybody else. So I think it's just opening doors for people who couldn't knock on a physical door when they used to be able to now have got different routes and people that they can speak to. The fact that we might be going into another sort of lockdown situation aside, what kind of things are you going to be sort of looking to do in the coming months in the sort of next year um, in terms of ensuring that the engagement with staff sort of continues the way it's going? I think um, obviously continuing with evaluations. I know now we obviously have a lot more going on on the social media side of it, different support and um, networks, maybe introducing things um, like employee forums, things that we've had in the past where people can get together as a team. Some people are a little bit afraid to speak out, maybe, if they're by themselves. But if they're in a bit of a team environment, in a bit of a group environment, maybe they might feel more confident. So just think people bringing would things be, like that in. Do you think people would be more inclined to engage in a sort of a, a, a forum or like a town hall type of thing over a digital platform? As a, Do you think you get better feedback over a digital platform as opposed to like in real life and in, in person do you think i mean i couldn't really say at this point however i would i think some people might some people prefer to see face to face but again you know if people either if people are wanting to come in and see me and have that support and come and knock on the door do you know what i mean i'm still here yeah. so i think there's, there's always going to be two ways to do it but i do think when people are maybe people have a bit more confidence seeing something that they might not feel comfortable seeing face to face so I think it just depends on the individual but trying to have as many outlets as possible Well uh, Nikki, listen I know you're a busy lady and uh, this is the third attempt that we've had to have this conversation so I'm, uh, I'm not going to take up any more of your valuable <laughs> time um, but yeah no I really really yeah. appreciate you joining me and uh, we'll, uh, we'll speak to you soon Ok thank you Take care, bye bye If you'd like to support the podcast, please do so. Uh, if you enjoy the kind of content that we've been creating so far, please give us a thumbs up on social media. Also, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify and on whatever audio platform that you are listening to us on. It really, really does make a massive difference. Uh, we're also this week running a competition on Facebook um, for anyone that does leave a review to go on the hat to win some awesome prizes. So if you head to facebook.com forward slash we are EC outsourcing uh, and all the information will be on there. Thank you so much again for joining us on the podcast and we'll see you on the next one.